Today, I have a conversation with Dead Pop Hell, the creator of the NFT project 666 University. You'll definitely get a kick out of what we have to say on today's episode of When Mint by Those AMAs. All right, welcome back to another episode of When Mint by Those AMAs. I'm your host, The Machinist, and today I'm sharing with you a conversation I had with Dead Pop Hell, the creator of 666 University, an NFT project on the Cardano blockchain. Their newest collection was a sellout, and we talk about everything from that to art to ladybug infestations and old school video games. We definitely had a lot of fun, and I hope you do too. But before we get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our producers, Those AMAs. If you're looking for a smart investment and a great community, Those AMAs has you covered. Their community is like no other, and with so many different revenue streams coming down the line, there's definitely a lot of excitement within the Discord. So go to their links in the show notes to swing by and see what's going on. You definitely won't be disappointed. One Mint Podcast is produced by those AMAs. All information gathered and disseminated by this podcast is for research and entertainment purposes only. Those AMAs, its employees, and affiliates are not financial advisors. Please, always do your own research and invest at your own risk. A full disclaimer can be found in the show notes. And don't forget about our every episode cryptocurrency giveaway. Today's 2080 giveaway is sponsored by Party Panda Motor Club, an NFT project on the Cardano blockchain. To win, all you have to do is follow Party Panda Motor Club on Twitter, like, retweet, and tag three friends on the giveaway post for this episode, and you will be entered to win. Yesterday's winner of 10ADA will be announced at the end of this episode, and the winner of the 20ADA will be announced tomorrow. Also, 666 University has graciously agreed to give away one of their NFTs to one of our listeners. So check out the Twitter post announcing their giveaway on our Twitter page at Podcast to see how to enter. Just throw them a follow, like, retweet, and tag three friends, and you're in the running. Winner will be announced in 72 hours. Alright, time to get into the interview. I apologize for the quality. We're experimenting with different software options for recording our interviews, and apparently this one ain't it. But either way, I hope you enjoy it. We definitely had a lot of fun recording it. Without further ado, here it is. All right, so today we are here with Dead Pop Hell, the creator of 666 University, uh, a NFT project on the Cardano blockchain. They actually had a drop yesterday their Dungeon Dolls drop, and it is a officially, officially, officially sold out. So, Dead Pop Hell, how are you today? What's going on, man? And congratulations on the sellout. That's awesome. Uh, I appreciate that, man. Um, doing good. Doing good. Just enjoying the Arizona sun and the clear weather we have out here. And thanks for the congrats on the, on the, on the sellout. It wasn't a huge drop. You know, I try to keep these drops small. Um, I think it kind of creates more intimacy with the community and, it, you know, rewards the people that have, you know, jumped in and been following me all along this NFT journey. Nope, absolutely. And that's that's one of the reasons I like. I mean, 
you know, our listeners don't know, but they do know now that we've actually been speaking. We know each other for a few months now, and, and I've got a few of your NFTs from every single one of your drops, and it's one of the things I love so much about this project is that, A, the art is amazing. I was going to curse, but I can't because I haven't put on <laughs> Spotify that this is clean. Well, that means and, I can't curse either then. No, no, I forgot to tell you. No cursing allowed or else the Spotify police come to my house and it's over for one minute by those AMAs. <laughs> but anyway, no. so yes, that these drops are these small exclusive drops that come out. How, how often are you doing these drops now? Um, at this point, I've, I've decided every two to three weeks. Um, I did a poll within our Discord um, server. And that seems to be what people are, are, are most happy with. So every two to three weeks at this point. Yeah, well, that's awesome. So, yeah, but that's that's part of what makes it so cool is that, you know, if this is a project, normally you find a project that you love, you mint it once, and then if they do have a second drop, God knows when that'll be. It's just some, you know, to be determined on the roadmap. You know, with 666 University, it's, you know, that continue to get different variations of this art from the same artist in that regular time frame into the indefinite future. I mean, you'll probably be an 80-year-old man, and I'll still be <laughs> buying your art. But anyway, anyway, awesome. moving on, I'm sorry. But so today, you know, we, we had talked, and we were going to do uh, just a regular interview, right, just going over your project, but then we just had this awesome conversation just being – ridiculous and talking about art and NFTs and just everything going on in space. And we decided, well, this should be the interview. So I guess that that's what we're going to do, but we do, we do want to hit on a lot of your stuff. So with, for people that haven't seen, you know, your project, how would you explain the art to them? It will be, you know, attached as like the album art on the podcast and obviously we'll put it in our Twitter posts and they can go to your discord and your Twitter, all that'll be in the show notes. But if for someone that's sitting in their car on their way to work, that tuned in, how would you describe your art to them? Um, I grew up in the eighties. I was a skater kid at banger listening to a lot of really uh, heavy music, uh, speed metal, thrash metal, even some of the hair bands. And just what I was exposed to at that time is, kind of the foundation for a lot of the ideas and, and the aesthetic that um, I bring to the table when it comes to my art. So, yeah, so the focus of my art a lot of times, I approach it kind of like a sticker. You know, it's something that's bold, it's colorful, um, and catches your attention. So you have, you know, if, if I look here, you know, you can see right on the Discord, there's a subcategory that says projects, and there are seven drops, all the way from the Frankie collab through the beginning, Hot for Teacher, Space Buns, Cowgirls from Hell, Devil Bats, Satan Samurais, Flight 666, and now your newest sellout, Dungeon Dolls. Where is there any specific way you come up with these ideas? I mean, where where does this come from? Is it all the Discord community or... Is it kind of a mixture of both? Is it all in your head? How do you um, figure this out? It's a mixture out? of both. You know, there's a lot of stuff I like to draw in general. And something about entering the NFT space, it's allowed me to kind of branch out a bit more and do things I wouldn't do normally. I mean, typically my artwork is really just, you know, pinups, uh, always devil girls. You know, I like to include flames, fire, not much clothing. <laughs> but doing these NFTs, <laughs> I get to play around 
with all these different themes that I've never really touched on before, you know, like um, cowgirls from hell. You know, I don't usually draw cowgirls, but I had a blast doing that. Um, and Devil Bats, you know, that was kind of a, a riff off of um, Ozzy's NFT drop. Also a huge Ozzy fan. Satan Samurai, you know, I've never drawn Samurais, but, you know, doing these NFTs gave me kind of permission, so to speak, to, to go ahead and do that. So some of the, these are just ideas which have been sitting in my head for a while, or I'll just kind of get triggered by something I see. Maybe it's on TV, watching an anime, or um, just something I come across on the web. And so, yeah, so some of these are ideas that people have um, brought to the table, you know, through my Discord channel. Um, a lot of them are just ideas I've been tossing around in my head and then finally had a chance to execute on them. Absolutely. And actually right here I do see your, your suggestions channel. So if anyone listening, if you do have any suggestions for the next collection, you know, put them in there. And I'm sure because constantly I always see you in this, this Discord. You know, there's not a lot of creators that are as active in the Discord as you are. And if you just want some place to go to talk about good music, I mean, games, anything. I, I've had conversation. I think that's how we first started talking was I didn't even know you were a guy. I, I thought it was a girl <laughs> because, you know, I just saw the picture of a girl's face and it was just like, oh, man, this chick loves good music. And I was like, oh, this chick's name is Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and you wouldn't be the first. You know, it's one of those things I, I rarely uh, correct people. I just let them think what they want because part of the myth uh, – Part of the fun is the mystery, I, I suppose. But, you know, if anyone ever asks me directly, I'm always going to be forthcoming, you know. I'm a dude. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. You're like Pat that. from Saturday Night Live back <laughs> in the day. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. the older, the older, you know, people listening will, will get that. The younger ones will think we're idiots. But we are idiots. So that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, exactly. I mean, anyway, do you have any ideas for, for what the next project is going to be i mean i see a whole bunch of i mean i'm looking at at your suggestions here someone back in february said dom oh somebody had a lot of ideas artifact here said let's see traditional pinup and greasers seafarers pirates astronauts aliens ghosts goblet i don't know what a goblet is maybe he meant goblin damn autocorrect and then zombies so, I mean, do you have any ideas for this, or is it still kind of up in the air for the next project? Because it must take some time to, you know, put all these layers together and, and, you know, do a new project, you know, every two to three weeks. Like, that's that's a lot of work. <laughs> it, it's definitely a lot of work and um, a lot of juggling, for sure. Yeah, I do have ideas. You know, I have a pretty clear idea on what we're doing for the next drop. I don't want to share it just yet. Because um, it's not a hundred percent. Well, that's it. Sure. Interview over. Nope. <laughs> nope. If you're not telling me, I this we're done. I'm gonna we're go done. to we're done. Deep society or click something. Walk away right now. No, I, I will tell you. I, I <laughs> no, you don't have to I tell think, me. I'm kidding. Don't give it away. I want to. I want right to. Right here you, on One Minute by Those AMAs. Here it is. <laughs> so I think the next drop is going to be seventies inspired. You know, I did a lot of these things lately, which had all these layers um, and kind of outfits which I don't normally do, like the Satan Samurai is an example of Dungeon Dolls. Uh, I kind of want to bring it back a little bit just to, I guess, regular clothing, if you will. And so something that's 70s inspired, I think, could be really cool. You know, so I'm thinking these really cool um, hairstyles from the 70s, definitely throw an afro in there, big hoop earrings, um, some cool revealing T-shirts. It's going to be fun. I don't have everything dialed in just yet, but I've got a pretty, you know, pretty good idea of what I want to go with this. And a lot of times as I start to work on these, you know, the layers and pieces and outfits come together. And as far as 
Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I'm just excited because I mint these. You know, that's awesome. I, I can't, it's I can't gonna be wait. Cool, Hell yeah. It's going to be cool. I'm excited about it. From from some of these, I definitely want to do zombies, uh, possibly in May. I want to do um, a Day of the Dead kind of tribute. I think that could be really cool with some kind of scully uh, facial makeup. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I like a lot of these, man. I mean, punk oh, yeah. is a pretty cool idea. Some chicks with mohawks. and Who know, said Street Fighter? Ninja Chip is Street Fighter? Like like Hadouken <laughs> Street Fighter? I don't even know how yeah. that would work. That's a, that would, You could probably make it work, I'm sure, and it would probably be epic. But I could make a lot of these work. You know, I'll be honest with you. I've, I love doing, like, fan art. Um, but my only reservation is, you know, I don't want to do something that kind of oversteps and I infringe on people's copyrights. You know, so I kind of stay away from that. You know, this last right. drop with the Dungeon Dolls, you know, there's definitely some fan art in there, but it's more suggestive. You know, we touched on Venom, uh, touched on uh, Batgirl, Batman, you know, but again, I, I, can't, I don't want to use those terms when labeling those uh, pieces of artwork, not, not directly right. anyway. And to be honest, let's be honest, they stole their ideas from you. Somehow, I don't know how that did it because you did it after, but it was it was your idea. We're, we're just going to sure. go with that. You know, we we sure. don't worry about copyrighted things around here. But no, I'm I'm kidding. I'm sorry. That's horrible. I so I mean, what else? I, let Let's just talk about. I mean, what's going on in the NFT scene that that's exciting to you right now? I mean, have you been? You know, are there any other projects that you're digging into? Any collabs you think you you would like to do? You know, maybe somebody's listening that would like to reach out and do something. Yeah, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I don't follow a lot of projects. You know, I get shared a lot of projects. You know, you'll share projects with me. There's several other people in my Discord who would share projects with me. And maybe it's just me in my background, but, you know, I'm very biased in terms of this stuff. You know, I always have to like the art to support the project, you know, most of the time, unless there's a really great uh, message behind the project or, you know, it's it's giving back to some sort of charity. You know, I'm, I'll always embrace those types of projects. You should listen to our episode from from yesterday. It was the blind girl NFT, and this girl, everything's totally hand painted, right? She did it from a hospital room, like she's been through so many medical. She's going through all this medical stuff, and her hands are shaking from nerve damage while she's painting these things. And the money goes to charity, you know, yeah, there's a, a bunch of it, and it's pr- it's a really cool. Like if you're really into art, you know, she's and she's a sweetheart. You know, talking to her last night, that's why I was up so late doing this episode because I just got into a chat with her and she's just such a good-hearted person. They're actually minting right now. I went and minted one. I told her she didn't have to give me anything and she sent me a couple ADA, you know, for the episode, even though I tried to get her not to. And so I, <laughs> I made sure that, that I spent it on, on her NFTs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's but, awesome. I'll make sure to check that out for sure. Other than 666 University, I mean, is this your full-time job or, or what do, you know, what do you do for a living? I mean, what makes dead pop hell tick? What makes it tick? So, I mean, art in general, it's always been kind of an escape or release for me. I just love being creative, uh, whether it's through music or through art. Those are kind of like my two places where I just, you know, feel freedom and feel peace and, and just really kind of connect with. It's not my full-time job. You know, I do web development and web design. You know, I'm, I'm a front-end developer. Um, I have been successful to a certain extent with doing illustrations. You know, I used to do a lot of illustration work, uh, commission projects about 10, 15 years ago, but 
I mean, honestly, at that time, I, I didn't love doing those projects as, you know, nearly as much as I love doing these NFTs. And partly, the NFTs just give me the freedom to play, to, to experiment and do things I may not have done normally. When you do commissions um, for a living, it's just not nearly as fun because you're kind of restricted oftentimes by the uh, the people that are hiring you. You know, they have these strange requests and, you know, oftentimes you're just not into it. But, you know, if you want to get paid, you've got to, and you gotta you gotta perform. You gotta illustrate them. Right, absolutely. And unfortunately, we all have bills to pay. So I got bills to pay for sure. Yeah. So the web stuff, you know, doing web design, I actually really really enjoy that. Um, it's you know a creative outlet to a certain extent, but I actually aside from the creativity of it, I kind of like the technical aspect of it. Um, it's kind of a strange kind of a pairing. You know, I love being creative when it comes to art and music, but when it comes to creating websites, I like the technical aspect of it. Right. And, and I get that. the bills. Yeah, exactly. And you can see that in your art with, with the detail and the, the effort you put into it, because these really are, I mean, these separate drops, you know, once people come in and, and take a look, they'll see what I'm talking about. But yes, it's, it's kind of based off the, the same, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, idea. But each drop really is a standalone collection, each one. So, you know, for that amount of work, that's a lot of, of detail to put into these projects every couple of weeks. So, obviously, you being, you know, your attention to detail is is a plus for all of us that, you know, enjoy your art, love your art, and, and like investing in your project. I appreciate I appreciate that. I mean, I do – I definitely put a lot into it. You know, one of the things that – I think falls short with, with some of these projects, you know, again, from an artist's perspective is kind of a matching up of certain elements. You know, I know there's a lot of these compilers and elements, they don't always work together visually and that kind of drives me crazy. And that's maybe the OCD side of me. And so as much as possible, I try to make everything cohesive, all the elements work together every now and then you might get some colors, which I mean, I personally like, but not everyone loves uh, paired together. Um, but for the most part, everything works cohesively together as, as far as uh, the NFTs that I create. And that's definitely important to me. Outside of, I know we spoke about your, your work outside of, of NFTs, but just what, what's, what do you do, you know, for yourself outside of NFTs? Like what, what music do you listen to when you're drawing these? Like what, what do you surround yourself with? You know, is it, do you sit, you know, in a corner by yourself in a quiet room and do this stuff? Are you out in a loud room with your family, you know, with music blaring, you know, having a good time? Like, what what, what goes on when these are made? A little bit of all of that. Uh, something I learned years ago is some of my best thinking is done when I'm outside, either walking or uh, or mountain biking. Mountain biking is sort of my go-to. It, it's my, my meditation, my, my safe space, uh, my place where I do the, you know, best thinking and come up a lot of these ideas, believe it or not. Um, and then once I, you know, get down and dirty and start illustrating this stuff, you know, I've, I have two different types of music that I love to listen to, especially when I'm creating. Uh, one of it is actually like chill out music, you know, um, like electronic chill out music, believe it or not. I just love listening to that stuff. It's very passive and just kind of in this really calming state. And kind of like the 180 flip from that is I love um, heavy music speed metal, thrash metal, um, or some just slower Sabbathy type stuff. I like having that stuff in the background, and that kind of gets me going as well. 
Hell yeah. Well, there's nothing better to, to start the day in my book than a little rage against the machine. I mean, you can't you, <laughs> exactly. playing wake up first thing in the morning is, is definitely a beautiful way to start the day. But, <laughs> I, I, I just noticed the sure. other day that Matrix stole that song, by the way. Well, they probably didn't steal it. I'm sure they paid for royalties or yeah. whatever. But I, every, I was listening to it. My daughter says, oh, that's, that's the Matrix theme. And I said, no, this is the, you know, F the world theme. What are you talking about? And <laughs> apparently it's it's Neo's song now. But, uh, song. Yeah, think of the Neo. Matrix, and one of the bands I really love is Crystal Method. I remember back in the 90s, Crystal Method, uh, their songs were in so many movies. I think Matrix was one of them. There's a lot of people equate some of the Crystal Method stuff with Matrix as well, I believe. That's awesome. I haven't heard the name Crystal Method in so long. If we keep talking like this, this interview is going to go on for hours. People are never <laughs> going to want to listen to this again because they're going to be like, you broke my phone. Like, I had to listen to you ramble for three, yeah, three hours about 90s music. You know, I, and this, I'm not going to put this in the interview because it's embarrassing, but I have a ladybug infestation and it's really starting to grind my gears. Uh, it's it's, it's oh, really, like these things, you know, when I first moved into this house, it's an older house. Okay, and then, you know, you walk up the stairs and it creaks. And my girl says, oh, it's nice. You know, it makes it, you know, it has, what what did she, personality or, or character or something. <laughs> I, something. And, yeah, exactly. And then we saw a ladybug in the bathroom. And I said, oh, there's a ladybug. I'm going to murder it. And she says, no, don't murder the ladybugs. They're good luck. So because I love her, I did not murder the ladybugs. And now... There are late, like literally, I'm looking at like 20 ladybugs on the wall, like next to the window, just hanging out, having a whatever kind of parties ladybugs have. Like that's what they're doing. Like I, I don't, dude, it's it's bad. There's like a ladybug graveyard on the on the windowsill, and I just vacuumed them up yesterday. Like our, if the CIA ever dug through my garbage bag, they'd be like, what is going on? in that Let's house. Too. I, I dump a canister of ladybugs every day. <laughs> oh, man. I oh, this is my life. This sort of ladybug fetish. Oh, my goodness. And Anyway, this is going... I might actually put the ladybug bit in there. Who knows? But uh, People care. Yeah, people, people do care. People care about ladybugs and that they are a scam. Oh, see, I cursed. I can't put that in there. And that ladybugs are a scam. Ladybugs are not good luck. And you can murder them <laughs> if you want to, and nothing bad will happen to you. Because now I've become like the, the Jeffrey Dahmer of ladybugs. I don't eat them like he did, but I do murder them. You so, murder them and put them in the trash. Yes, in the trash where they belong. Anyway, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know, I guess that's, is, is there anything else you, you'd like to touch on before we before we end our, our pseudo-interview slash chat? slash nonsense call that we just had a ton of fun doing. I know we didn't touch on this. Um, how did I get into this NFT stuff in the first place? You know, if I would have known about this community, I probably would have been um, much quicker to jump into it. You know, it took me about six months, eight months, you know, before I even believed it was a real thing. I, I had no idea what NFT stuff was, and I didn't quite understand it. And I was a bit... Um, bit reserved and a bit apprehensive um, about getting into it or even trying to learn more about it. 
But yeah, I mean, I it's it's an amazing space. It's an amazing space. I know so far the Cardano community has been amazing. Um, great conversations. I've met so many great people. You know, yourself included. You know. Oh, you don't got to lie to me. You don't, you don't have to lie to me. To I know. Be on the podcast. You told me so, to say that. Come on, that's that's. I, I know. I know. I actually that. paid <laughs> Dead Pop Hell to say that I was a, a good person on the show. <laughs> no, but it's, it's it's a great space, and and this sounds funny, but it's almost like a safe space, so to speak, right? You you jump into this community and kind of have everyone's attention. You guys just get to have these conversations, you know. And I would encourage more people to you know, be verbal in there. You know, I know a lot of people are just watching and I tend to be that way too with a lot of Discord channels. Um, I know a lot of people kind of come in and just kind of read the chats. They don't always participate. Right. Um, but it'd be cool if they did. You know? Yeah, but uh, maybe some people are, you know, more comfortable like that. I you think know, that's and what I know. it is too. I, yeah. There are a lot of people out there that, you know, and I was just reading through websites on NFTs when I do my research and stuff, and I, I stumbled across something where someone had said that they like, you know, it was just probably some kid in high school that doesn't have a lot of friends, you know, that's kind of a loner, you know, not by choice, but just because they're shy and, you know, kids can be mean a lot of times. Yep. And he was yep. talking about that if he buys into these projects, you know, he's a part of something. And he can go in there and everyone is super supportive of him and they're friendly to him just because he's part of that project. And that really is an amazing aspect of the NFT scene that, that a lot of people, I think, don't realize, you know, goes on. Absolutely. I could see that for sure. I mean, we didn't have this in high school, um, but I could see myself easily getting you know, immersed in, in a community like this. I was younger and we had this. We had Discord. No. Absolutely. And and discords like yours, like 666 University, are perfect for things like that, are perfect for building that tight-knit, good community where you truly feel like someone's your friend. Like, honestly, I count you as a friend, you know, and, and we've never met. You know, we've only t we've spoken on the phone a couple times over the past few months, and it was your art, you know, that, that made that happen. You know, and that's really cool. There's a lot of power behind these NFTs, a lot more than just doubling, tripling, or quadrupling your money. You know, that's always a, a plus, but that's not what it's all about. And that's not really the most valuable part of it in some senses, at least to me, you know. And that's another thing with the Cardano community. Like, yes, there's a lot of, of positivity, but there's so much negativity as well and it's such a nightmare trying to stamp it out because as soon as you know you shut somebody down or or get somebody out of a discord that's just in there to cause problems for no reason you know they just somebody else pops up or they just move on to somebody else's you know project that they spend all this time and money and dedication building up and they crap all over that you know it's yeah and with the amount of rug pulls and there's so many, it really is like the Wild West, you know, sometimes. And, you know, discords like yours are a safe space, but there's so many out there that you don't even know what you're getting into. Like, maybe that's why people are quiet a lot of the time. I do that. I just ghost yeah. just to try to figure out if this is for real or not, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'm totally that way, too. I'm typically pretty quiet. And so I know I say it'd be great if everyone, you know, chimed in, but I, I totally recognize, understand why they don't, you know, and that's basically me as well. You know, I, I guess I'm just trying to 
make everyone as comfortable as possible let them know that it is in fact a safe space you know i don't i don't tolerate any bullshit um i like to say good vibes only um you know just be around cool people you know that that's what it's about for me just you know creating these good relationships and treating everyone with love and respect absolutely i mean that's and hopefully we can get to a point where everyone in the nft scene you know thinks like you do or or feels as i do you know and you know, imagine what this could be. People think this space is profitable now. Imagine if it was nothing but positivity across the board. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, everybody can still make money. You can make money while being positive, you know. The sky's the limit. I mean, I, I kind of, that's that's why I didn't get into this sooner. I just, I just didn't believe it. I was like, why the heck does anyone want this? But being in this space now, I mean, I definitely supported different projects, bought different NFTs. And I kind of get it, you know. I'm 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 a minimalist um, in terms of how much stuff I like to actually own, um, and so I kind of look at it as like this, you know. When CDs came, uh, came out, I had tons of CDs, I had tons of cassettes back in the day. But when digital music came out, I got rid of all that. I love the idea of having everything in one location, which wasn't any bigger than you know my hand. You know, it was an iPod at that point, and NFTs are kind of similar to that. I still love buying physical art every now and then, but there's no way I have the space to purchase every single piece of physical art that I like. So NFTs really allows me to support a project, an artist, and kind of have, um, you know, an authentic piece of artwork from them, which is digital. So I, I love NFTs for that reason, and I totally understand it. Yeah, absolutely. And just to disagree with you quickly, I still have eight tracks, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> I can't even play them anymore. That is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't even play them anymore. I put them in the player. The tape snaps instantly. They're so old, but I love them, oh, and I will never, ever get rid of them. You, sir, That's are a terrible cool. person. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Just, just really quick, do you remember, like, so this goes with video cassettes, probably eight tracks too, and cassettes. The cassettes you you love the most, you can tell because when you play them after a while, they start to stretch, yeah, kind of start to warp. And the same thing with like videos. There's certain videos we used to watch way back when, and you could tell the ones we love the most because they start getting um, the quality goes down. Yeah, absolutely. Oh no, and it, oh my, and and my kids nowadays don't understand the amazing things you can do with a pencil. I mean, how many cassette tapes did you save? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. My buddy brought that up to me a couple of weeks ago. He'd bring him back, you know, when we were younger, and we would sit there on the bus, and we'd be buying our cassettes. You know, if you have one, I have the other. we just kind of have it, you know, with a pencil or a pen, and just kind of spinning it to rewind. Oh, man. That's my so biggest enemy was an old cost, like, you know, like a Walkman cassette player. Because you would have to sit. Like, kids don't get it now. Like, you would sit and listen for hours for your favorite song to come on the radio so you could hit record real quick and, you know, have that on on a mixtape. And half the time, I didn't even know who the hell played the song because if Mm -hmm. the DJ didn't say it, you know, you you didn't know. There was no way to look it up unless it's in the Encyclopedia Britannica. And no... (laughs) There's nothing in there anybody wants to read, at least when you're that age. So, you know, it, it's there was a lot of dedication put into those tastes. And these, this freaking Koss Walkman ate so many of my mixtapes. It was, 
Oh, my God. I'm just getting sick to my stomach thinking about it. I don't know if I can continue <laughs> this interview. <laughs> oh, dude, that's oh, so man. funny. I, I remember those days. Oh, Actually, man. you know something really cool I found the other day? There's a project, right, by this guy named Red Wagon. Okay? He's in – he's a those AMAs investor, right? That's how I found out about it. And, you know, I'll, I'll send you an invite to it if you want, he wants to build an NES emulator NFT. And like his, and you can use the pieces, like the pieces he has now are like the early, you know, like OG ones and there's Easter eggs in them and everything else. Like, I don't know if you remember, like I'm into NES. Like I still remember content. Not like NES. Yeah. Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select, start. All right. Unlimited lives, four days. But, you know, it, it's a really, really cool project. It's called uh, Star Force uh, Mission Control. And if you're into okay. NES, like I, I'm not sure. I think the goal at one point is to get this into uh, the metaverse and make the NFTs almost like game cartridges that you can trade and you can play in an arcade in, with a VR headset on it. I know it's such a cool idea, and I I would love it. I mean, I still have an Atari too. Like I'm 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 bad. Man. Oh shit! Exactly. I still have an Atari. ET was the worst game ever for Atari, by the way. <laughs> I don't even know there what the point. There was a whole documentary game. on that. Was there really? On Netflix. Well, they were talking about some of the worst games. I forgot what the documentary was about specifically, but there's a good portion of it dedicated to talking about ET being the worst game ever. Oh, dude, it absolutely is. All right. Well, thank you so much for for talking with me, uh, Dead Pop Hell, aka Mark. And uh, you know, hopefully we can do this again soon. Maybe I mean, if this has, if people say they liked it, maybe we'll just get on here and and you know, bullshit once a week or something. What the hell? I'm into it. You know, I'll do my research and you know have a constructive conversation along with the bullshit. Yeah. No, definitely. Like Next time, though. Yeah. No person. <laughs> No, 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 man. I think that's the hardest thing, man. Is I'm trying to choose my words. Well, I can put on Spotify that that it's explicit, but I figure if I do that, you know, there's nah. kids listening that are into NFTs. I don't, I don't want to do that, you know. No, so. I, I think you're agreed, agreed. So awesome. All right. Well, again, thank you so much, and everybody, please go and check out Six 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 University. I promise you, you will not be disappointed when you see the art. You're looking on your phone right now or your computer where it says, you know, One Mint Podcast, that big old beautiful piece of art right there, that is 666 University, and that could be in your wallet. Not that one because that one's in my wallet, and I'm not selling <laughs> it. But you could get your own, and you'd really like it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, buddy, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Peace. Thank you so very much, man. I appreciate your time and for having me. Always. Hell yeah. All right, buddy. All right, thanks so much for tuning in. Now's the time you've all been waiting for. The winner of yesterday's cryptocurrency giveaway is Colonel Crank. Twitter handle at CryptoBorgie. You have 24 hours to claim your cash money. And don't forget to enter in today's giveaway for 20 ADA that was sponsored by Party Panda Motor Club. All of their links are in the show notes. Thanks again for joining me for another episode You can find all the links for 666 University in the show notes, as well as the links for our producers, those AMAs. I'm The Machinist, and I'll see you tomorrow for another episode of One Mint by Those AMAs.